0: Welcome to The Hot Seat, a Sheer Therapy Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Pam, and I'll be joining you every week alongside my girls, Denise and Cousin Dan. Every episode, we'll be having real conversations, including the good, the bad, and yes, even the ugly. Although we are three women in different stages of our lives, one single, one married, and one divorced we can still share our experiences together with love, faith, and a glass of wine in hand, of course. We know you're going to enjoy listening in and riding along this journey we call life with us together. Listen in as we talk, as we get real, and as we get raw. Here we are, Sheer Therapy. Okay, welcome back to another episode of The Hot Seat, a sheer therapy podcast. Today's a goodie. Um so today we're going to be talking about N to the O. No means no. And you know, it's not about like a negative thing. It just like sometimes we just find it hard to say no. And it's either we feel guilty, Or like something is forced, or it's just you know, like it's something in a woman where it's like you don't want to let people down, and in turn you sacrifice your own happiness. So, you know, I'm Pam, and together we have Denise Danielle, and uh, Danielle, yeah, Dan, guys, if if you could see right now. You know, Denise has a fish face on the camera. Uh, (laughs) Denise, grow up. It's a good thing you can't see us. You
1: know what? I think it's because it's Friday and it's Friday and I'm free. I'm free. I'm free. So this is my this is my free mode. (laughs) Yeah,
0: sure. Whatever you want to say. So, um, yeah, let's just dive right in.
2: Like this Monday to Friday. Right.
0: So we're going to dive right in. Um, so, yeah, is there like an, a time where you feel like you just couldn't say no? I feel like Danielle in her past is a professional at this. She you would ask Danielle like, um, hey, Dan, so Friday, like, do you want to go hang at the park? And she'd be like, um,
2: hells to hi. the no," <laughs>
0: <laughs> And we would be like. Okay, so she's not coming. And and it's to the point sometimes she'd say, yeah, and you would get there and she's just not there. Like she just didn't come. And then you'd be texting her and she'd be like, oh, I'm really sorry. I actually was in a bush and aliens took my phone and then it fell down the sewer. I had to get a new number. I lost your contact. It bumped my head. Didn't know what was coming next. Instead, she.
2: okay, okay, we get it. Got it. You know what, Dan, if you didn't
0: want to come, you could have just said no.
2: No, I just didn't, um, I don't know, I was a little too, I think I just didn't value giving people an answer, and now that I'm older, I value it, because I value my time now, I think that's what it was, I wasn't mature yet to value time, so I was just like, yeah, maybe I will, maybe I won't, if I don't, I don't.
1: So what was the things that you had to do to get to that point where you valued your time, where you learned to value your time? Because a lot of times people find that difficult to do, like, what did you do? I
2: just became an adult and I got busy. Oh.
1: <laughs> That's it. Like there's no there's no like there's no meditation you met the sun, you found it, you saw it, you watched it, you just it came into your soul like No, you're just, you're I just, just realized dead?
2: like honestly, the people that are close to you, you have to like respect that I don't know. They need to know what the plan is sometimes. And everyone around me was always so diligent with that type of thing. And then I just had to kind of hop on board. Otherwise they leave you behind.
0: Do you think so? You said that you started to value people's time, but do you think it was, it was more about like you say, valuing people's time, but maybe you actually didn't value your own time, which dug deeper that you didn't value yourself. So if you can't commit to yourself, how can you commit to somebody else? So you just couldn't say no. So instead you said yes, because it's like, you know what I'm saying? Like, well. That's it.
2: Like, I never had a plan for my time before. Yeah, that, that was it. Like, I, I didn't know what I was doing minute to minute. Mm-hmm. So I, that you're right. I didn't value my time because I never had a plan. I used to just fly with the wind. So now as I get older and I start to, like, plan things more and just have, I don't know, more goals or I care more, I just, I started committing because I realized too, like it affects other people, but then it started to also affect me because when people were doing it to me, I was so pissed off. (laughs) I'm like, they said they were going to do this or we were going to do that. And they didn't. And now I'm sitting here waiting and I could have done a hundred other things. Um, Mm -hmm. so I think it's like 50, 50, it's like full circle valuing my time, but then respecting other people's. And it was kind of like shitty and disrespectful, to be honest, like who wants to be friends or hang out with someone that doesn't keep their word or show up. Right.
0: Yeah. And do you think that there was like a sense of guilt? Like there was a level of guilt that played a part in that? Like if you I mean, it doesn't have to be this is just psychoanalyzing. But like if you said no. Did you think about like because that's big for me? Like I would always be like, oh my god, but are they going to be hurting? Are they going to think I said no because of this? Oh my god, maybe I should just say yes because I want them. Like you know, a perfect example is like I don't know. Um, I had an incident this past lockdown where it was like there was something really special to somebody that they invited me to, but I had to say no because of circumstances with my family, and I just had to say no. But it was like you start to think, oh, my gosh, you're really going to hurt this person, blah, blah, blah. And it did turn around that the person did feel hurt. But at the same time, when I explained it to them and you can have that conversation, it's like sometimes in our head, it's such a, a moment. But sometimes having that moment intimately in like a, a different space versus like you're there amongst a 100 people versus having one-on-one time later to kind of catch up afterwards would actually be a better outcome. But it's like, you're so afraid to say no in the in in the in the time that you go. It, if it was another circumstance, you go. And then it's like, you're there. And the person didn't even get to sit with you more than five minutes anyways. And now you're there, pissed off that you didn't say no in the first place because you could have just been at home when the person didn't really give two shits that you were there anyways. Maybe they cared, but they just didn't have the time to sit with you. when you, If you just went with your gut feeling at the beginning, said no, because that's not what your body wanted or your situation allowed for, but you just did it. And now you put yourself on the back burner to again, then be pissed off when the day came, you could have been doing something else. Makes sense.
2: <clears throat> yeah. And I think that's where it ties into where you have to pick and choose who's your homie and who's your acquaintance. So it's like acquaintance, if I don't show up to a hundred person baby shower, it's like, okay, sorry, I can't make it. But how much and how close are you with that person versus yeah. your best friend's baby shower? Even if there's 50 people, it's going to matter to her that you're there.
0: Yeah, exactly. And I I think that's yeah, that's that's brings us into boundaries, right? Like Denise Denise this is Denise's specialty, guys. She's always talking about her bubble, her boundaries, her cup. If her cup is not runneth overflowing, but <laughs> boundaries boundaries are huge in your know because when you establish boundaries for yourself the no is, is, is like the easiest part. It's just no because this is the boundary for myself. So Denise, why don't you give examples of some boundaries that you've had to create for yourself in order to um, fulfill your own self-needs and, and self-love?
1: Um, I noticed for me a lot of the issues that I was having was in my relationships where I was a people pleaser. And I think it went back to because I so desperately wanted my dad's approval and I wanted him to be proud of me, I would always then take that into my relationships and please the men that I was with by doing whatever they asked of me to the point where it meant changing the way I looked, dressing the way I dressed, losing weight if I needed to, letting them walk all over me if I needed to. And I never said no, because then I was afraid of okay, if I say no, then they may walk away from me or they may not want to be with me anymore. And I really need them because then them leaving me kind of connects with when my dad would be gone for long periods of time. So it would rehash those feelings. And what I had to do was honestly, I had to go through, after my divorce, I had to go through some therapy. I had to go through some self-reflection and the boundaries like, it's not something that came overnight. It took literally three, three to four years in the making of rebuilding myself and gaining that strength to be able to say no. And now I know that when I go into my next relationship, I don't really care what you think of me or if you leave or if you stay or if you're not accepting me for who I am and what I look like. I could care less like because the boundaries are set up there and I now identified where it actually came from and the root of it. So now I know why I did it, why it happened, and why I don't need to bring that through into my future. I don't know if that makes sense.
0: Yeah, that makes total sense. You're done with the people pleasing. Yeah.
2: And And I um, think too,
1: like, because I'm looking at this article and it's like telling you, ways to set boundaries. And one of the ways is consider your past and and your present. So how were you, how you were raised uh, along with your role in your family. So basically in your family, if you guys were like a bunch of people pleasers, or if you had a mom like that or a dad like that, or if you were like a people pleaser, because you just like your dad didn't really give you much attention or your mom didn't give you much attention. So you do everything you can just to get their approval the boundaries are gone because it's just, you just so desperately are craving their attention. You'll do anything. And then those no limits are like knocked down and they're non-existent and they don't exist. So basically in order for me to get to where I am today, I had to trek back in my past in order to get to my present and to set up those boundaries and to set up those lines and to be able to be comfortable and saying no. Sometimes I still sometimes I still like I still have difficulty with it and I know I have difficulty in in terms of how I raise my daughter. She'll ask me for things and it's hard for me. Like I may seem to other people like I'm a tough mom, but it's hard like because I'm so used to I'd ask for anything from my mom growing up and she'd empty her bank account to zero to give me what I want and she never knew how to say no because she Was the type of person I can't say no and I can't set up boundaries because, you know, like we're already having problems as a family dynamic, and I don't want her to feel the strain going on in our marriage between her father and I. So I'm giving her these things and I'm not saying no and I'm giving her everything I can just to soothe her and make her feel good. And sometimes I see little bits of her in me when I'm raising my daughter, where my daughter will ask, like, you give her an inch and she'll take a mile from you and I've had to really learn through therapy as well because my daughter goes to therapy to deal with her anxiety we've had to like I've had to talk to the therapist on like how good it felt that oh my god I got the courage to say no to my daughter and at first I felt really bad about it as a mom but she has to talk me through and say no you're you're actually doing something healthy because you're setting boundaries so it took me time to get to that point. But honestly, like if you don't say no, they'll suck you dry.
2: (laughs) And that's the thing. It's like people who are worried about saying no, they're so worried about saying no and like how they're going to look or how the other person's going to feel. But sometimes the other person is like a, a yeser, like a taker where it's like, they're not, they're not worried about Taking, they're not worried about how much you're gonna say yes and how much they're gonna take from it. But it's like the no person's always worried about the no, but the yes person's never worried about the yes. Does that make sense? Like, there's always that person that they're okay with always the taking or always wanting needing someone to say yes, but it's always the no person who feels the guilt, not the yeah,
1: yeah. It's true. Like I always tell people this. Like, do you think, like, do you think if let's say. I always use this analogy or example with my mom because my mom still has that in her and she battles that a lot. And I'll always say to her, like, seriously, if you let somebody in your house rent free, they're not going to pay nothing and you'll cook for them all day. You think they're going to really stop and say to you, hey, you know what? I really don't want to take your cooking and your food. I'm I'm just going to, like, cook for myself and buy my own stuff. Like, it's exactly what you're saying, Danielle. Like, nobody nobody has consideration. The people that take (laughs) don't have any consideration you know,
2: the yesers, the yesers.
0: I think that this also um, carries on to when we talk about kids and correct me if I'm wrong, but there's a lot of um, give and take always. So it's like, if you do this for me, mom will do this for you. Or if you guys do this, we'll do this, which can almost then lead to, because like, I try to practice that at home. Like I'm asking you to do it because I want you to do it. Because when you promise something, it's like, okay, if I do what they've asked me to, I'm going to get this. But if it carries through right in your adult years, okay, well, if I just do what the person wants, I'll get something out of it. But that could mean you saying yes to something that you actually want to say no to. Yeah.
2: And then you get resentful. I find when you say yes to things that you don't feel like it. And it's not always like, like for me, it's not that I don't necessarily don't want to do something. It's just sometimes like it's not a good time or sometimes, well, how I used to be was like, I don't know how I'm going to feel that day. That was, that was one of my favorite ones. Like I want to say yes, but when the day comes, I don't know how I'm going to feel that day if I'm going to want to. But um, I've learned again, with your close friendships, you sometimes have to say yes, even if you don't feel like it. And that's just part of showing up for people. I think there's a difference there too, with like saying yes, kind of, and it's not even an obligation. It's just like, sometimes you have to say yes, just because, sometimes you have to say yes to the people close to you, even if you don't feel like it,
0: but it's no, no, even, I don't want
1: to say yes at any time.
0: Yeah. it's, it's, it's <laughs> not even, I don't, I think it, it can go deeper than that. Like, yes, we feel like we have to say yes. Or sometimes it could be like, maybe you're in a rut and you want to say no, but you should say yes to get yourself out of the rut. Like you could be like, yeah, for yeah. example, Danielle at uh, at points guys had a lot of covid anxiety and we're not saying like covid's not something you should be fearful of whatever but at the same time we try to talk to her about like the mental health implications of covid so like if you isolate yourself in your room 24 I've, se- se- 24/7 you, you know what i'm trying to say and you don't see anybody then it's like you're sitting in your room all day like oh my god i can't go oh my god i'm gonna get covid if i go outside i'm gonna get covid i can't go outside i'm gonna get covid and then you you want to say no and that could be your boundary but there could also be a beauty that if you're like you know what okay fine i'm not gonna say no but i will come but if i come it has to be outdoors if we're walking and then it's like now you're saying yes to you're, it's a compromise, right? but it's still it's still your no. You're still holding strong in your no of what your boundaries are. but mm-hmm. at the same time, sometimes people need to give you that push to give a yes, but give a yes with your compromise of what your no is. That's your boundaries. So it's like, this is my boundary. this is what I'm comfortable with. And I think that leads to many things where like I was just talking to Denise before we started recording this and we were talking about sex. And we were talking about how, you know, in your 20s, and I think we talked about this in the sex sex podcast episode, where it's like, you're saying yes to have sex because you want to be that it girl. You want to be that everything for the person. You're doing things. Your leg is lifted one direction from like another or like you're sending racy texts you don't actually want to send. But you're sending them because the guy asked you. So you're like, well, I can't say no, because if I if you guys see Denise right now, she's trying to pretend (laughs) her leg is up in the back. Um, But you don't want to say no because you want to be that it girl. Well, if I say no, he might not call me back. And if I say no, he might find somebody else who's going to do it. And if I say no. But at the end of the day, if that's your boundary and you don't feel comfortable and you don't want to do something then saying yes is only going to lead into you going into more of broken boundaries, and the only person suffering with that is you because the person on the other end has gotten what they wanted, or the person on the other end was testing you to see how far you'd go, and you've now failed. You failed the test, but like, who cares, Denise? You know what? We can't you take failed, motherfucker. You failed. But, but it's like. How many, and we can't hear your answers right now, but if you're driving or you're sitting in the house, raise your hand if you have given yourself to another person, specifically a guy, when you really didn't want to, but you thought that's girl. what you had to do to keep the guy interested. I can give you two
1: hands up. I need give, give you two up. hands and two legs.
0: My hands up. Two. Danielle, wise your hands down? Danielle. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you know what? I don't
2: have enough limbs to raise up in the air, so I'm just. Danielle say has no you. regrets.
1: You <laughs> like, I need
2: sorry. I need, I need to morph I've into an wanted. octopus right now. And that's the thing limbs. where
0: the no has to <laughs> be shame. strong. And and here's the thing: your boundaries will change every day. I am married; just celebrated ten years married, and Ooh. honestly, I still have to vocalize some boundaries. And as does he sometimes, like sometimes your boundaries change. Maybe you were OK with staying up till 1130 every night washing the dishes. And then you're like, you know what? No, I need some help or no. You guys need to put your dishes away as the day goes on, because hey, you know I want to be in bed at 1030.
1: We're going to give you we're going to give you some back door. back door. <laughs> Backdoor exposing. Like, we're recording this podcast right now, right? And (laughs) it used to be where we could all hang out and there were no boundaries and limits. But tonight, Pam's getting some. So she told us all, we better hurry up and finish this and get out.
0: (laughs) Because I had to state my boundaries. I need to be home because I am having a nice romantic evening with my husband. And And that's my boundaries. And I had usually. I would be like, OK, hang with you guys, knowing that he's waiting for me at home and then time's ticking. Now he's mad at me, but I'm trying to please you guys to hang out and I'm trying to have fun because I'm also enjoying it. But I had no boundary where to cut it off. Like, guys, eight o'clock, we're done. I'm going home. Don't call me. Don't text me. Mm-hmm. But and that's you know your boundaries. You need to like when you set bounds,
1: assured we're not insulted or offended. We respect those boundaries. So you need people around you that respect your boundaries and that don't push and try to try to um, flex them or move them or change them to best suit them. You know what I mean? So we respect her boundaries and we know our asses (laughs) has to be out of here.
0: (laughs) And on top of that, you know what? I'm a big believer in being the light and Sometimes in you expressing your boundaries, you don't know the people around you who are like, oh, my God, that's it. I need to be more like that. And maybe like you don't know in a simple conversation of like, guys, you got to get out of here. I got to go. Somebody in that room's like, man, I could never say that. I'm going to try that tonight. You know, and now you you've encouraged somebody in that moment of you just having a boundary. So like stick to your boundaries, no one to say no. Have a good like crew, even friends. Like if you have friends that you leave them and you don't feel like, oh, I need more or you just feel like there's like a boundary in the friendship where it's just like you can't be real or there's something you have to live up to or whatever. Again, boundaries, boundaries come in like all shapes, sizes, forms, types, relationships. Like it's not just one way.
2: And you shouldn't yeah, have to make totally excuses agree. like no is no. Like, you know how, you know how Pam was saying, <laughs> I can't talk when Denise is present looking at me. It's the face. <laughs> um, I love you. Um, Yeah. So, you know how Pam was like, I'm having date night with Kevin at eight o'clock. Like you should be able to just say what it is, even if you think, oh, they're not going to think it's a good enough reason to say no. Like there should be no stories or excuses. It is what it is like. I'm going home to clip my toenail at eight because that's what I allotted to do at eight o'clock. And it doesn't mean you don't love your people. It doesn't mean whatever. Like everyone has their own things that are important to them. Yeah. So I just want people to don't ever feel like your reason for no is not like valid enough or urgent enough to say no to. It just is what it is. Yeah, totally.
1: Like I'm going home to scroll through the internet And guys, (laughs) you need to like you need to totally respect that on my Friday night. okay? because if you don't, then that's the thing. Maybe
2: we don't know what your day looked like. Maybe you didn't have time to go on the Internet today. Well, and tonight's the only time you're going to have. We're talking
1: about boundaries. And honestly, it's such a perfect day because, you know, when you have those exes that come back from the past, (laughs) and it's like they were it's like na 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 nah. you should have treated me better <laughs> but yeah one of those like exes came back from the past and it's like well thank god the boundaries are up because now i see mm you are of no value <laughs> So, so thank God, thank God the boundaries are up. So we're not
0: going to name names, but we all no. know who she's talking. Can you tell
1: about. me after? No. Yeah,
0: we're not. Put in but We're going to side is, chat it. We're going to side chat it. Yeah, it's definitely, it's definitely
1: good to have your boundaries and to be able to say no at those right
0: times. Can I just yeah. say something? We know you're listening. <laughs> <laughs> We and always know who's she listening. She ain't going to text you back, so you need to stop trying, honey, boo-boo. Boundaries. <laughs> Woo! But, um, yeah, you know, on a real note, if there's anything um that you guys take away from this, it is if in your heart, your spirit, your soul, your mind, you just want to say no, You just need to say no. You don't need to have a reason. You don't need to have a cause. You don't need to feel like it's valid, justified. There's no jury. Your no is no. No means no. That's it. So we hope that you enjoyed this episode as usual with the other ones. And uh, tell your friend, tell your neighbor, tell your mom, tell your auntie. And, you know. And tell your panty. (laughs) Did you just say tell your panty?
2: I wanted to rhyme This is why
0: we don't have men listeners. <laughs> Tell your panty no.
2: No, you can't I write up my to ass. rhyme a
0: ass. No. Anyways, um, men, if you really want to listen to this, you can get into the mind of a woman. I know we're a little bit odd, but it's okay. (laughs) Many women are odd. They're just hiding it behind this facade of luxury looks and perfect Instagram pages. But um, feel free to check us out on another episode every Monday, 8 a.m. You know where to find us and also on Instagram at Sheer Therapy. And, you know, if you want a girlfriend, hit us up. We want to talk to you. So, see you (laughs) next time. Bye.
2: Bye.
0: Didn't you say bye? Don't be rude. Say bye. Bye. (laughs) Thank you for tuning in to another episode of The Hot Seat, a sheer therapy podcast. We hope you enjoyed yourself and can't wait to be with you again next week. If you've taken anything away from this today, it's to live, love, forgive, have faith, and always have a glass of wine and your girls. We can't wait to be with you all again next week. See you soon.